The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. The Boogie Monster Podcasting the Unknown Yeah, yeah, what you been up to, buddy? About the juicy details that we can't let the public know. (laughs) Yeah, you always say, uh, you got any uh, off-air stuff? Yeah. Sometimes we have some gossip. Yeah, the real. Yeah, we just get super racist for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. to get it out of our system. Yeah. Just misogyny, racism. Mm Got to flush it out. Fucking, yeah. It's its own podcast. Clean the pipes. Super (laughs) alt-right. 20-minute podcast <laughs> from the Boogie Monster. You know who the real Boogie Monster is? White guilt, dude. <clears throat> do you think... This might be a dumb or naive question. Do you think there are... I know there's, like, you know, alt-right or, you know, podcasts whatnot. But do you think there's podcasts, like, really under-the-radar, small-town podcasts that are just straight-up racist? Like, this is why today we're talking about Guatemalans and why they need to go. <laughs> Like yeah, each episode I, yeah, is I don't like know. a different racist grievance. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't think the fucking white power movement—they yeah. didn't just stick to leaflets. I'd love to listen to one of those just for the fucking novelty of it. Well, you go ahead and you fuck up your search history. <laughs> you go ahead and you, you you go alter your algorithm with that, and then report uh-huh. back. <laughs> Matt, yeah. when, when Matt Bronger and I lived together. And it was the early days of, really, honestly, for both of us, the internet in general, like 2003, mm-hmm. when we were just finding out, like, there wasn't YouTube, but you could find video sites. And then back when it was LimeWire and all the file sharing, and we got drunk, mm-hmm. like, let's see what's the most hateful music we could find. Like, just out of, like, a drunken, let's laugh at the ridiculousness curiosity because then, like, he knew all, like, the rap stuff. I'm like, what's the most violent, vile rap music you've ever heard? And so we would download that. And I'm like, have you ever heard Screwdriver? And I downloaded that. And we're like, look, like, this is ridiculous how fucking terrible it is. But I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is on my computer now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I got I to gotta get this off of here. <laughs> That's so funny you brought that up because I had a similar thought last night. Uh, I was on YouTube watching some stuff, and I found this uh, channel called Soft White Underbelly, and it's mm-hmm. just um, th- there's not really a host. He's like off camera, but the, mm-hmm. every episode it's anywhere from like ten to thirty minutes long. But it's just him one on one interviewing somebody who's you know from the underbelly yeah. uh, of society, and a lot of them are pedophiles and, and rapists and stuff like that. And really? it is intriguing to just sit and listen to their story. Like, so what happened, dude? And they'll just ramble on for 20 minutes. But I noticed that, like, after about three or four episodes in a row, like, all three or four, like, two of them were pedophiles. One was a rapist. One was uh, some other, you know, sex addict or something. I was like, oh, shit, I got to be careful. This is going to fuck up my algorithm. I'm going to get a... <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, we would think that YouTube, if it's something truly vile, that it would be taken Mm -hmm. off of there, which is why people are like, wow, it's freedom of speech that they're squashing all this stuff. 
Yeah. I mean, what? but if it's on, like, why is everybody already listening to true crime? Oh, just because a third party is discussing the murder? We don't want to mm-hmm. talk to the murderer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, also, I think the bass player from Screwdriver just died from COVID. That was fucking hilarious. Let me guess. He was also uh, an anti-vax, anti-masker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In I'll, addition to everything else that's probably wrong with anti, him. Anti-any uh, decent sort of lifestyle. But, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, like, fucking sayonara. <laughs> let me let me let me piss lay like, before they throw the dirt on you. Let me piss on your grave. Fucking screwdriver. Yeah, I, I've never listened to them, but I always I knew who they were. They always popped up, you know, in the peripheral of the metal scene. Like, oh, those yeah. fuckers. Yeah, it's never good music. Mm-hmm. Even though it is adjacent to a lot of punk rock, it's like, well, didn't weren't we the ones talking about furries? What is that? There's Probably. a long podcast about how that's where the alt right was kind of infiltrating, right? Because it was disaffected that. youth trying to find community, like when it was going to punk rock. Because that's where here's these angry white kids in the suburbs that we can lure them when they're at their most impressionable. That that's how they looked at the furry community is like, oh, this is the impressionable youth that don't feel like they belong elsewhere. This is we can where we can recruit. Man, I still don't understand any of that furry shit, dude. Not shaming. I know you can't. You can't keep no, shame. I, it's just confusing to me. I don't understand. It's it's the you know where we're both like okay, in this open door policy of acceptance, and if you're not hurting, you got to let people go for it. There's uh, you can allow things without understanding them. Of course. Or it's not acceptance, but it's allowing. Like, you're doing your thing. I don't get it, but you're not stepping on my thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't I don't understand it either. I'm sure that there are – I think the most open-minded community has to be the dry cleaners. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you know. Ugh. 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 You you know you're coming yeah, this in with gonna this. It's going to take a, a few extra days, sir. You could come Friday and pick this. That's up. like that's the forefront Ooh. of like I'm not. I can't judge you. My business. You, you're my best customers. Yeah, I might not understand. It's like making the gay wedding cake. I don't get what you guys do with your buttholes, but you should. I will make you your cake. You will give me money. I will make you your cake. You will give me money. I will clean the like uh. Jaeger bombs and jizz crust. Out of this Sonic the Hedgehog outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, that's just, that's just capitalism Ugh. and everybody gets to get paid. And you, that's, I was trying to wonder, I, 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 there was somebody I used to know in, in the past and I, you know, you just occasionally look up people like, oh, I wonder what happened to this person. And their whole, like their whole Twitter feed now is like anti-trans stuff. Really? But not not from a hateful place, just from a like, well, look at the studies that say that th- this many percentage of people that are trans want to change back. And I'm just like, what? Why is that? What do you care if, if you're not? Well, th- that's I mean, it. like, you- why is that the thing that's really, you know, why is that the why is that the the fly in your soup? Yeah. The only thing I could think is, like, if they were part of that, like, if they experienced it themselves, like, you know, learn from my mistakes or something. But if you don't have a stake in it, what the hell do you care? Yeah. Well, that's where this was last weekend where I, uh, 
after the show, we were at the hotel bar. I had a, uh, this was in Cincinnati. And so I had uh, some friends there and uh, that was like one place that we could still get a drink was the hotel bar across the street. And there's a couple that was there, like a kind of an older couple uh, that happened to be at the show. And they're like, oh, it was a good show. And then the woman's like, this, maybe this will be a thing for your act. I'm like, oh, this never goes well. Yeah. And she's, and it was just, it was just the, the sport argument of like, there's a, uh, it was a man that was a, a swimmer that was ranked whatever. Now he's, th- says he's a woman and now, uh, he ranks, uh, number one or number two. And how is that fair? And I've just, without like, I'm like, I don't want to engage cause I want to hang out with my friends. I'm like, you know what? That's a, that's the sports v- you know, it's like it's kind of a bit I had that I'm like I don't even want to tread in this fucking area. Mm-hmm. But like that, yeah. you know what? That's the sports. That's the federation of the swimming that needs to figure that shit out. Because yeah, yeah, I don't care about. I mean, I'm like if that's what bothers you about swimming, I'm like it's swim. I don't care about swimming, let alone mm-hmm. who's swimming against who else in swimming. Yeah. And my further argument is when people, I'm like, this is what I didn't want to get in this woman. I'm like, this is where you're upset about fairness. It's unfair to women. Oh, so you clearly have been on the front lines of the wage gap. Yeah. Of what? Because you've been fighting for that this whole time. Oh, you haven't? Oh, Uh it's only when it's swimming? Swimming (laughs) is when you got mad. Like, that's all the bros that got, were now all of a sudden overnight feminists because a a (laughs) transgender woman wants to fight in the MMA. Like, it's not fair to the ladies. Oh, please tell me how all the other times you've argued in favor of uh, fairness for women before yeah. this, or is it yeah. just now? Cause your f- precious little sport is uh, affected by it. And then my whole bit is just how I don't care about sports. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't care about sports cause sports don't care about me. I'm like, I'm sh- a short, weak and uncoordinated. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about sports. You got a problem with sports. You don't have a problem with transgender people. You got a problem with sports. Yeah. That's that's on you for wanting competition. Yeah. I don't care about competition. <laughs> uh where were you this weekend? How would the shows go? You were in uh, Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha adjacent right. Nebraska. Omaha adjacent Nebraska. <clears throat> yeah. Good shows? Yeah, shows were shows were fun. Another, you know, warehouse size another big box comedy club. Yeah. Uh, but had fun. Staff was cool. Uh, uh, worked with Rafe Williams, my pal Rafe, out of St. Louis. Right we on. went to the Museum of Shadows in Omaha. Which, oh, yeah? Man. Was it just a bunch of oddly placed lights and you would think, lines? You would think that would be the, you know, <laughs> it changes by the hour. Well, it's because the sun moves. But it's still, it's, <laughs> we're not doing much. I mean, What'd I don't know how there? many, how many like curated museums of spooky things have you gone to? Uh, not many. I've, I've always wanted to go to that one in Hollywood, the uh, museum of death or whatever, but I, Man. I think maybe even you told me it was pretty lame. It's not lame. It's it kind of gnarly. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that next. Cause that one is yeah. a little bit much. Yeah. I mean, I've been twice. I'll, I'll say I have been twice, but okay. 
don't well, know. Somebody a, else was telling me that it, it wasn't worth the money or something, but you're saying it's gnarly. Well, well, okay. Let me first. Okay, Museum of Shadows is in Omaha, uh-huh. and it's um, they mostly just have like quote unquote haunted dolls and artifacts. Mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, hey. It's one of those plays like, hey, get your money while you can. We'll see how long mm-hmm. this play la- place lasts. <laughs> you, 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 get, you have to, you have to, the tour, the tour, it's just a dimly lit place that you could buy. You have to, the tour is either $15 with a regular flashlight or $25 with an infrared flashlight. So you okay. could see, so you could see DNA uh-huh. uh, and blood splatter on some of the items. So okay. we we got one each. We got one regular tour and one. So we're already forty bucks in the hole to walk through this building, filled with basically shit they got from Goodwill and then made up a story about it on a postcard next to it. <laughs> it, it was just a bunch of. It was just like an antique store that somebody like that. Some like Jonathan <laughs> Winters did his improv like spooky improv instead of funny it's like every like here's a doll and the card would just be like like jonathan s from uh athens georgia donated this item and then it would be a story from jonathan s supposedly it was like i was renovating an old house and found this in the attic and then i would I would put it on a shelf, and then it would fall off the shelf, and it gave me bad vibes. So I donated it to the Museum of Shadows. There was everything in this place, <laughs> and some of it was just it. They were some shit looked creepy, and then some of it is just the typical artifacts of like here's a jar of lizard eyes or whatever the fuck, and here's some voodoo jars that are filled with sludge that uh, were allegedly used in seances and like. Here's a wall of Ouija boards, which Ouija is a, a patented name by Hasbro. <laughs> like, it's not like, yeah, if it's a Ouija board, it means it also came off the same line as a Yahtzee and Monopoly, if, if that's who makes, I don't know if that's who makes game boards, but. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Ouija boards are all made from a, a game manufacturer. So that means every game that comes out, Ouija boards have one witch at the end of the printing press that goes, and it, you could talk to demons with this one. <clears throat> Which I would, lo- I would love it if the witch like cursed like a bunch of Monopoly boards instead. Like, ah, man, I landed on Park Place, and, and then uh, my dog burst into flames. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, man. I went to jail, but then also an apparition appeared that used to be my great uncle. What was your favorite board game as a child? Favorite board game? I was not a big board game guy. Yeah. I like that. There was that weird crossover era of being a kid where the board games had, like, interactive items. Like, I had one It was... You had a bat. It was. It wasn't the game battleship, mm-hmm. but you had a boat, like a plastic okay. boat, with little spring-loaded parts in it, and mm-hmm. you had to. There was still a game element, but then you would like shoot a disc across the game board, and if it went under a part of the boat, it would like not. It would like blow the part of the boat apart. Really, it I would don't like remember that pot. One. I'm gonna have to look this up and see what I'm coming up with. But it was usually like, like shit like Mousetrap, so I don't know if that was necessarily a board game. Mm-hmm. I was fond of Candyland. Yeah, you were. 
Yeah, it was talking <laughs> yeah. about candy. Yeah, okay. you were, sure. you chubby little Dave. I loved it. <laughs> that and the Easy Bake Oven. Once I <laughs> That's not out, a game. I could have access. It was to not my a game, Dave. Brownies. <laughs> I made it a game, Dave. This was not a game. <laughs> I want to find this. I want to find oven. this game. It wasn't Battleship. I remember playing Sorry a lot. Yeah. Or not a lot. We didn't we didn't do a lot of board games. If anything, Uno You know what's still a good game to throw down on is some Uno. Gets heated. I do like Uno. I never want to play it. And then we start playing it. I'm like, I'm in. I want to start putting money on this game. It's the only card game I know how to play. I don't know anything about traditional card games. Yeah. I, I don't, think I have a theory about that. I think in the South people don't play cards as much. Because uh, the weather's better. I feel like people play cards when it's too cold to go outside. All right. I'm going to add to that theory. I think you're incorrect. But I think the reason is that I would say, what about dominoes? Yeah, I never played dominoes. But do they play dominoes in the South? I don't know. Now, I think maybe they play that in the I, I thought I was associated maybe with Maybe in certain more demographics, like, you know, I would assume. Possibly that it's, you know, but yeah. I, I thought it was more of a, I think, I thought black people play dominoes more often than white people. Yeah, that's what I was trying and to say. I, and I've, I don't think it's a harmful generalization. Yeah. But I was going to add to the fact that you could play dominoes outside because they don't blow away in the breeze. Oh, that's, And maybe that's okay. why people don't play cards outside. Because hmm. of the wind. Chess, you can play chess out in the park. Pieces won't blow away. Yeah. Dominoes, you can play in the park. Dominoes won't blow away. Now I enjoyed setting up dominoes. You know. Well that's do. yeah, that's not the game dominoes. Yeah, that's not the game though. We were but playing yeah, around here for that. a minute. Rachel and I mm-hmm. were playing dominoes. Like the actual and then I was like, I keep getting confused because even basic math with a slight challenge no, no thanks. I've got to find this board game boat. Board game. Let me see if I can find this. Nautical inspired board games. Um, but anyway, Museum of Death, if people are curious about that, stay on topic a little bit more. But so, yeah, sorry, this Museum of Shadows, it was, it was all right. And then it had one, like in this room, we have a doll named whatever Courtney and you must, it's preferred that you ask permission for, of Courtney to go visit the doll before you enter the room. But it's also still where like the water meter is for the building. So like, oh, you tell me the water <laughs> meter guy who comes in like, oh, Courtney can kind of come in and check the meters. It was, listen, if, you know, get it where you can get it. Museum of Death, though, that place, it's just more, this was more playful with, like, your imagination could take you to the places about these things. Like, here's an old axe that was supposedly found in the cellar of a place where maybe a murder happened. Museum of Death is straight out. The, where you pay, at least when I was there, at the entrance, they're showing a video of somebody showing, like, what happened after a motorcycle crashed into a semi-truck. And there's, like, half a body smeared on the highway. Hmm. And they're saying, like, if you can't handle this, don't pay to come in here. Yeah. So it's that kind of shit. It's not haunted spooky. It's just yeah. mor- It's just morbid. And yeah. at first you're like, 
Oh, I'm a I'm a spooky guy. I'm I got a little bit of goth in me. I can handle this. And for me, after a while in there, I was I was kind of like, like, did you ever watch Faces of Death when you were a kid? Yeah. Did you feel bad afterwards? Yeah. Okay, that's what the Museum mm-hmm. of Death will do. You're like, I'm curious. I'm edgy, and then you're like, I don't think I am. And now I I feel like. I've taken some innocence away from my own existence by having looked at this. Like I felt bad for myself for wanting to see it. Yeah, I don't need any more of that shit. I experienced uh, way too much of that in previous careers. Yeah, you had enough. Mm -hmm. You got to see it firsthand. Yeah. Mm. I am angry that I cannot find this boat game right now. That's all right, buddy. Hey, uh, I, I got to ask you a question here. I want to shift gears just a, a little bit, real quick. Um, I'm hesitant to to talk about this, but uh, you know, okay, being an inquisitive fellow, you know, you, if you pay attention, you're you're always going to have questions. About life, and more specifically, your own body, Kyle. I'm 44 years old. I'm still learning about my body. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you're a big fan. You're big. You're big fan of the bidet. Love We've it. Talked about. Get myself a runny usual. nose with those things. Okay, that's kind of where I'm heading here. Yeah. You have if you ever? Uh, um, I, I think I was on it too long. Hard the Just paint, hard thorough. the taint. That's how I live, dude. Yeah. Being thorough. <laughs> have you ever had? Uh, I'm not joking here. <laughs> I was on it a little too long the other day, and then I had a salivation surplus. Uh, had a, had, I was salivating too much, and I thought I was getting sick or having a spell or something. And then I just put two and two together, and I was like, well, I'm bringing water in one direction and got too much uh, moisture coming out the other part. Um, I don't think that's how the plumbing works in the human okay. body. But I'm serious. I'm not joking. Like there was, I feel like there was a connection, and that's that, that kind of creeped me out. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I don't think they're related, Dave. I think you're okay there. I'm going to tell you right now. I've never experienced okay anything like this. Like I literally, you know, it felt like um, it felt like I was having a side effect to some prescription meds, but I wasn't on any prescription meds. But it sounded like something, you know, you, the old hack joke about the symptoms are wor- worse than the, or the, whatever <laughs> that fucking hack joke is. But, like, it just felt like, well, I, this is new. This is weird. And what are the odds it's happening the exact same time that I've sat on the bidet longer than I ever have? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, go to a doctor? I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's going to back itself up that far. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, yeah, that's a, that's a one directional. But it was a crazy, like, I just, you know, I, I was. Salivating uh, like you're going to, like you're going to throw up. I get that. I'll get the spits. Yes. I'll yes. get the spits. Uh-huh. The spits. Exactly. <clears throat> but I, I, I wasn't sick. I wasn't nauseous. I wasn't about to throw up. Yeah, I think, uh. First off, let me congratulate you for being a fellow that's open to the idea of using a bidet. I well, think. now that I found it, I don't know how I've lived without it. I don't know same, why. Same. Uh, yeah, you know, as a guy who uh, you know went 
four years without having his own shower or toilet. Uh, now that I've got access to all this, I, you know, it's, hey, I want to be as clean as I can possibly be. So I just don't know why you wouldn't take advantage of something like that. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, it's like you, you realize, oh, I've just been pushing it around my ass cheeks this whole time. <laughs> oh, so, I know this isn't uh, great fodder for conversation, but uh, it's no, still. No, but it you know what? People listen. Fascinating. People listen for, adv- for advice, maybe to have. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, things affirm, you know. Let's 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 move away from the toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. and say, hey, what, my problem is like, why? Yeah, why are you afraid of? I don't understand guys thinking it's uh, gay if they're doing something to, to their own butthole. Yeah, I don't like, really have opinions. You're already on that, letting one way or the a, other. You're, you're already letting a dude jerk you off. <laughs> when you use your your calloused hand, it's your uh, butt, dude. It's your it's what you think about while you do stuff with your butthole. Mm-hmm. That's your secret. But it's like, do you think about a dude when you're beating off? If not, no. don't don't worry about what you think about when you're putting in your butt. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have those issues. I just think it's like I don't need another hobby. I don't need something else to to get into too deep. No pun intended. I like that you're calling it a hobby. Mm-hmm. But like, what if you see? What if I've just become obsessed with it? Like, oh, this is amazing. It's like, well, I I got this whole new new lifestyle now. This whole new hobby. I rarely leave the house. Can't get enough. It's you know, it's just self control. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, you're fine. You're fine there. I don't know about the spits thing. That's weird. Excessive salivation. I, w- I will say this on that note. Maybe uh, you got too hot. You're like a dog. You can pant. You don't sweat. You pant. Except I know you. You I don't sweat know. too. I don't. Yeah. And almost every girl I've uh, been with has has been interested in experimenting in that region, and I, I've just like, nah, I don't know. I just. Uh, yeah, just I've had several girls like, "Hey, let me uh let's uh let's do some things there." I'm like, "I I don't yep. know." And it's again, it's not insecurity or anything. It's just like that's it's a whole new I don't have the energy to start a new thing. Well, I mean, you're not starting it. Mm-hmm. They are. I listen, yeah. life life's short. Yeah. Life's short, and if there's something that's um Lick, again, so, something that something that'll bring you uh pleasure and joy without uh mm-hmm. uh Going against someone else or making things difficult for somebody else or stepping on somebody else's mm-hmm. toes, gotta at least give it a shot. Yeah. I never got the angle right. <laughs> I'm always like, man, I don't want to fall in the shower, and this is why. <laughs> it's always up. It oh, reminds it reminds me of being in high school when like I, it was like explained to me how to do a layup. <laughs> I was like, all right, when you run up, you're going to leave with your left foot while using your right foot to push you into the air. The ball will be in your right hand. You'll use your left arm for balance. I'm like, I just look like I had a fucking stroke. And that's what I look like. I got one leg up on the side of the shower. Another arm holding me up for balance. I'm trying to hook shot something up there. So I think there's there's pleasure to to be had. I just haven't uh, gotten to the... Is the, the stance the and balance that important? Can you not just uh, 
I mean, without just being kind of too gra- graphic, mm-hmm. I, I mean, y- you got to get in there and think mm-hmm. about where your arms are and where your butthole is and uh, angle of approach. Well, are we using tools? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know. If you want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, Saying I would start. If there, an, I, if there was an implement, I, you know, that would uh, yeah, but help you reach you don't a little start, bit. You don't want to start with a foreign object. Okay. That's true. That's true. Hmm. Keep it domestic. Go with the digits. Yeah. <laughs> give give yourself oh, give yourself a thumbs up, Dave. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hitch, we'll hitchhike. See you're just trying to hitchhike to Pleasure Town. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you headed? You tell me. <laughs> You're thumbing a ride oh to the gosh. nighttime disco. That's what you're doing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, except ex- excessive salivation might mean that you have a sinus infection. Oh, okay. Hmm. But it was just so. What are the odds that both of those were happening happening simultaneously, and neither one had ever happened before to a certain yeah. degree? Like, I've never had the spits uh, outside of the context of I'm about to puke. Yeah. You know? And it was just like, what's happening? Temporary hypersalivation, here you go, usually caused by cavities, infection, acid reflux, pregnancy, certain tranquilizers or drugs, exposure to toxins such as mercury. You fuck around with any mercury? You know, any old hats you're wearing? I ate a lot of sushi. Right before it? Sushi. No, really? not not that day. No. Okay. No, I'm saying I I fuck around with mercury and that I do often eat a lot of sushi, but I don't think I was eating sushi that day. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's keep keep an eye on it. I thought I cracked some weird code. No, I well, yeah, I, I listen. I'm not a doctor, but I don't think that's mm-hmm. I don't think that's related. Okay. Just a happy accident. Okay. Yeah, just something uh He's well hydrated. You, you're over. Maybe yeah. Maybe you're overhydrated. Your body's trying to get rid of some of it. I have been drinking a lot of water. Maybe you got you got too hot and bothered. You're trying to cool off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, I went to the dump yesterday. That was exciting. That, that's what you're calling that now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's my wife. Watch your mouth. Uh, yeah, I didn't which, take a went, dump, uh, I went to the dump. I went to the dump, man. I uh, did. I tell you a story on my uh, when I was my nine my ninth birthday. My mom and dad asked me where I wanted to go, and I said I want to go to the dump. I think you did. I really, and they they did not take me. They were like, "Look, we're not doing that. We're where, not complete trash yet." Where did you uh, see the dump as a child, and then like that's where I want to go? About two months prior to my ninth birthday, we had gone to the dump to drop off a refrigerator or something. And now I'm not talking about like the landfill. Like I get like, oh, smelly bags of trash. But we went to like the cool dump where there were tables and refrigerators and bowling balls. And I just, I could not wrap my head around, much like the first time I went to an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet, I couldn't wrap my mind around the concept. And I was like, are you telling me this is just, people throw this stuff away and and Ed's like, oh boy, we got a sharp one here. Uh, but I was just, <laughs> I was just enthralled by the concept of it. the dump. I, I, 
I could see it being a cool thing as a kid. Yeah, because I there were like sporting goods equipment. I was like, oh, look at that. There's a soccer ball and there's a tennis racket and there's it a microwave. It just seems like, yeah, like it, it has the potential. Uh-huh. Like an abandoned building or something. It's like, it's like what you, might you find mm-hmm. there? Yeah, and it, I was, oh, I loved it. I did I was that. heartbroken that they, they did not take me on my birthday. Uh, but anyway, I'm a grown man now. I go wherever I want, Kyle. I went to the fucking dump yesterday. And uh, Why, it was, it was what was your? Were you going just for recreation? <laughs> no, but I'm going back for recreation. No, uh, no, nah, just we're moving next week and uh, cleaning out the storage unit and just trying to downsize a bunch of stuff and uh, just had a bunch of mm-hmm. old stuff I didn't need anymore and it was like not. I just it was a little too crappy to like try to sell on Craigslist or any of the apps or anything. I was like, yeah, fucking take it to the dump. And then, yeah. of course, I'm there with my Honda HRV uh, filled with uh, you know about 200 pounds of net of, of gross weight of, of trash. And the lady's mm-hmm. like, uh, minimum fees fifty eight dollars. Uh, you could, I think she said it was either twelve hundred. I think it was twelve hundred or maybe twelve thousand pounds. What? Maybe twelve hundred. That sounds right. But anyway, she was like, um, you're way under the minimum, but I still got to charge you. And I was like, well, how about you give me a credit to come back a couple more trips? But, uh, <laughs> she didn't, she wasn't in, interested in negotiating. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It's just fun to see all that stuff just all together. Is it, is there, a, in my head, it's just like, yeah, you just go and it just, you just dump it down the side of a hill into a pit. <laughs> is it organized in any in way? Yeah, it's like you go into these like big, huge industrial warehouses. It's like just these giant warehouses, and then they've got stalls like, uh, you know, about the size of a, I don't know, about thirty foot wide, uh, forty feet deep stalls, and you just back your vehicle up into the stall, and then uh, each stall behind it, as you can imagine, just a big pile of stuff, and you just, and then like once an hour, every couple hours, like a big bulldozer comes by and shoves all the shit into another pile. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, just a bunch of dudes with pickup trucks and, and trailers just backing up and unloading shit. And uh, this this was much like my ninth birthday fantasy. This was the this was the cool dump. There was, uh, it was it wasn't the trash dump. It was you know the uh, you know they did break it up because they were asking like what do you got? What are you dumping? And I was explaining. So then they point you to the right warehouse. But uh, I was at the cool warehouse where people are unloading all kinds of cool shit. And I almost took some stuff with me. <laughs> be counterproductive. Came back with more than a bra. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's show a little discipline here, Dave. You don't have to have everything, you see. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, at least, I, I, you know, a lot of places where I'll go ride bikes are kind of off in the woods, and you see that's where people just toss out all their large items. Like, you fucking Ugh. slobs. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I, I don't know why that one really irks me. Just, just. There's a bunch of tires and an old baby stroller and uh, just, you fucking trash. Now, I, I got to admit, I did used to do this. Uh, about 20 years ago, I lived in an apartment complex, and then we had, like, the big uh, – we didn't have um, trash cans or anything. Like, you, we just had a big dumpster that you could just pull up to. It was near the exit. Yeah. you throw your shit in. Uh, but then I moved into a house uh, – couple miles up the road and then every week i would still and i had a truck at that time but i would still for like another year i would just go back to my old apartment complex and and use their dump illegally dump my shit in there but i was like hey you know i i was a 
rent paying resident here for a year. Well, and it's still supposed to go to the place. Mm -hmm. I'll let you get, I'll let you get away with that one. mm -hmm. I was too cheap to hire my own trash service. So I was like, I'll just (laughs) haul it down to my old residence. But yeah, I I do hate that when you're out hiking or camping or whatever. Just, it was just, just the entitlement of just, this is where this goes. There you go. At least I know I was stealing dumpster space, but at least it was going in a dumpster. It was going to wind up in the place where. Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, yeah. yeah. I, I'm still yeah, also. It's a good time. If you ever I, come I, back down here, well, where I'll take is the, you. yeah? Where, so it's not just. It's not like <laughs> the dump. I think of, I think of like the great outdoors with John Candy when they go mm-hmm. and they feed the bears. It's just like yeah. the trash dump and all the bears. <laughs> um, yeah, all that stuff's gotta go somewhere. Fuck, that's a that's a I hate running bits, but it's like a, a thing that like I just thought was funny, but it's really just more my own personal life where you try to now that we live in a house and I have to take my own trash out instead of like just putting mm-hmm. it in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Like I just have to look at all the garbage that I know I made and wonder if yeah. I've done enough good in the world to justify <laughs> the amount of trash. It is crazy. Like, oh, that's all my garbage this week, and I sat here getting drunk playing video games. Yeah. I need to do something nice for the world, because otherwise I'm just making trash, just here to make some trash, and it just boils down to, like, are you, like, are you taking and giving at least an equal amount, or or is it lopsided? Yeah, we talked about this a while back, but about in Long Beach, I'm not sure the recycling like I've mm-hmm. lived other places where they make you separate it, and then the glass goes here, and the plastic goes here. Everything just goes in the purple bin here, and I'm like, "Yeah, are they are they doing this off site somewhere? Are they separating this no. after the fact, or are they no. just taking this to the to the landfill and we no, making us is, feel good about ourselves that we're putting in minimal effort? That stuff is never. Yeah, that stuff is all just going in a different pile of shit. That's what I, I mean. Really I have think, that as like, jokes. Too, but like it's here, a different like it, truck that comes. It's yeah, a different this, truck. It's a different bin. But yeah, it, but because this it's, one, there's no concern for separating or anything. I'm just like, and then I feel bad because I like I got on Katie. Katie will just take like a takeout thing and throw it in the recycling. Like you got to rinse the marinara sauce out yeah, of it. Yeah, because there's probably a guy at a sorting facility tomorrow's going to get sticky fingers because of you. It's like the well, least we could do is clean I, up the trash. Yeah, I don't know how much is this. There was a bit like um, Penn and Teller did an episode of Bullshit on Recycling, and their end thing was like, yeah, it really 10% of it might get to the place it should be to be recycled. Does really? that mean you should stop? No, but it, unfortunately, nothing's... But I do think a lot of it is just... Make the people feel better mm-hmm. by rights, by right. Like, and if you really want to go full deep, not even conspiracy theory, but it's like, <clears throat> do not interrupt capitalism. If mm-hmm. if this, if people thinking the recycling means they're going to keep buying shit and plastic, then do that. Then then make sure that still seems like yeah. everything's fine, so people keep buying. But like, I'll you know I. And it's it's the you know who's the biggest polluter? It's corporations are the biggest comp- polluters, but they're like, oh, let's make the individuals feel like they're the ones responsible, yeah, for changing the world. When really that's not the case at all. 
but I still feel shitty throwing stuff. I mean, made jokes about it, but like I still try to like if I'm if I want to drink, I usually always have my Nalgene or whatever around. Uh-huh. If I want to buy a drink at a store, I try to buy either glass or metal. I don't want to buy a plastic bottle there. Yeah, even though that means oh, I, good, I bought one plastic bottle of iced tea over the course of three months. Meanwhile, factories are just dumping chemicals in the rivers, you know. But then I still, even though what I do doesn't matter, maybe I still don't feel good. I need it. I need to trick myself into feeling like I'm being a good person. So maybe that's what the city is like. No, there's your recycling bin. See, feel good about yourself. Continuing on that topic of uh, waste and horrible conversational topics, uh, <laughs> Katie and I were having a debate the other day. Uh, we we might have been stoned. Kyle, where does all the poop go? What do you mean, where's the poop Where go? do you think, where's the poop go? Waste treatment facility. What do they do there? That's what I thought. I, I thought, and I don't know anything about this, but I was like, I think it goes to the waste treatment facility, and do they, and this sounds horrible, but are they uh, are they filtering and cleaning the water and reusing it somewhere? To the best of my, to the, the best of my the knowledge, facility? the water goes. And you know what? I do frequent the Reddit, so if somebody out there uh-huh. works in uh, this uh, industry and wants to set us straight, Go to the Boogie Monster Reddit. I read that. Uh, what happens at a waste treatment facility? I think they just extract, you know, filter it, sift it out, get the broth out of there. <laughs> but then, <laughs> then do they, heat- does the water go back into, like, you know, gray water infrastructure or something? Like, Yeah, it gets treated and released back okay. into uh, and put back into lakes and rivers where then it gets extracted to be filtered to be drinking water, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Um, That's horrible that was, to think about. So I was on that heavy metal cruise with Andrew Orvidal, and he's like, hey, if you want to get extra bummed out, I actually looked up some cruise facts. Like, hey, let's hear it. He's like, yeah, once you're two miles away from the shore of anywhere, they just dump all the feast, all the sewage off the boat. I'm like, oh, cool. So enjoy swimming. Ooh. Enjoy swimming in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. Okay, but then, all right, let's go back to the poop. So the water gets filtered and put in the lakes and ocean. What, what, is, what do they do with the actual waste? Is it, they throw it in a vat of acid, it disintegrates? What are I we mean, doing with that? Well, this is what I always wondered. Like, why, like, when you're camping, why do you have to poop so far away from sources of water? Like, animals go out and pee and poo, and I think it's because we mm-hmm. have toxins of, you know, we're not just eating stuff we yeah. found in the wild. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. This is a good this sounds like a dirty jobs kind of where's the poop go? Where's that file? Mm. Everybody poops. Great book. Where's the poop go? Where's the sequel? <laughs> got got to go somewhere. Oh man. Terrible segue, but I had the best cheeseburger of my life. Fuck. Yesterday. That is the God. worst segue in the history uh-huh. of the show, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I <laughs> I had to do it cuz I got to let you know. Um, I wonder how many cheeseburgers I've eaten in my life. If I had to guess, let's say I'm good for, let's say I'm, I, I bet you I'm good for, I don't want to say one a week that, that makes me sound 
terrible. Not really. Uh, let's be honest. Eh. I'm, I'm sure that's I bet you, an average for the a basic person out there grabbing food. I'm going to say I place. eat three burgers a month, 36 burgers a year. I've been rocking burgers for 40 years. So I'm I'm about, what, 14, 1,500 burgers deep at this point. I had the number one burger in my life the other day, Kyle, without a doubt. No hyperbole. Best burger I've ever had. Let's hear about it. It's a special moment. You know, it's just one of those special moments. It's um, it's a fat guy milestone. You know, when you have <laughs> when you have a meal or, or you know a piece of food that's that that's good, mm, it's really special. I've talked a lot about, about Moose Craft wanna... Barbecue. Moose Craft Barbecue uh, in Los Angeles, basically downtown Los Angeles. I think the uh, neighborhood, the proper neighborhood, is Lincoln Heights. Uh, mm-hmm. People know the area. It's right on uh, the five at Broadway. So if you're wherever you are on the five, um, right near downtown, Moosecraft Barbecue. They were a pop up uh, for three or four years. I used to go see them when they were just doing the pop ups over at this place called Smorgasbord downtown. Like every Saturday, Sunday, it was basically just like a like a food festival. You know, just all kind of food trucks and pop ups and stuff and. You go in, there's, you know, 50 different vendors. But anyway, now they got a brick and mortar. Uh, started going there because I do think, I've said this before, top five brisket I've had in my life. Top five brisket in the country. I've had Franklin. I've had La Barbecue. I've mm-hmm. had Fox Brothers in Atlanta. Those, those are all great. This is right up there with them. This is, this is right there in the big leagues in terms of the brisket. Now they do a smoked brisket burger. All those wonderful briskets okay. that they churn out every day. You got to trim those things. Uh, sometimes you trim, you know, a little, a little too much fat. Sometimes they trim them just for, you know, make them a little more ergonomic, so they sit in the in the uh, smoker better, and they they smoke. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of science behind that. So they take all those trimmings, all those brisket trimmings, and they grind them up just like you would uh, ground beef, and okay. uh, they form okay. it into a patty. And then they season that patty the same way they season their brisket, which is basically just salt and pepper. Now, there's a lot of conspiracy theories in the barbecue world about certain restaurants claim Ooh. to only use salt and pepper. And then, you know, <laughs> come to find out there might be a little paprika, might be a little Lowry seasoned salt. Barbecue I, I, I don't conspiracies. Know Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 45 ideally, minute mark, getting to a topic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But they grind this. They grind the brisket trimmings up. They season it up just like they do their brisket. Uh, they nice big half pound patty. They sear it on the flat top for a few seconds, just to get a nice little sear on each side. Then they throw that bastard in the smoker. Now I don't know how how long they smoke it. Uh, if I had to guess, I think you could probably smoke a burger in forty five minutes to an hour. But anyway, now you got this half pound patty that's mm-hmm. seasoned perfectly. Uh, it's got a night, almost a bark. The, the same thing that you're going for with a brisket or a pork shoulder. You know, you you want to get that nice crust, that nice bark, mm-hmm. and it, it's um it, it's almost got like a bark to it. So it's got a crusty outside, perfectly okay. seasoned, but the inside is tender ground brisket. So it's just got the flavor of brisket because it literally is brisket, but then it's got the texture of just tender ground beef. Oh boy! And then they put it on a All delicious right. bun, uh, homemade pickles, some sort of little. Uh, they got a little house sauce. Um, if I had to guess, it's probably a little little mayo mixed with some spicy mustard, maybe, um, and then some raw white onion slices and uh, two slices of American cheese. 
Kyle is the best fucking hamburger I've ever had in my life. It sounds no like hype. it. I mean, it was a religious experience. I've shoved that up my that, butt. <laughs> that's you wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start salivating. That's uh, yeah. Now I can see like why well, I, I was, was. Like, salivating excessively. I shoved mm-hmm. a cheeseburger on my asshole. I, uh, no, I, think I know it. That I know does I, sound uh, bonkers good. I know I joke a lot about food and all that. It's obviously a passion, but like seriously, like when you find, I'm, I'm always been attracted to like the best of a thing. Let me try the best brisket. Let me try the best gumbo. Let me try the best burger. And like seriously, like you crunch the numbers. I was probably being a little too conservative. I probably had 2,000 burgers in my life. This is the best burger I've ever had. Yeah, I and think. Just, uh, oh, boy. I want to give them a trophy or something. I mean, they probably already earned them if it's that good. People like to give out those yeah. food awards. Now, I, you know what? I, I, I will commend you for, like, eating things. And, like, you never really, like, wasn't as good as this place. Wasn't as good as this. Even more, you, do, you do, definitely seem that you celebrate stuff more often than, like, this place sucked. That place sucked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not into that. Like, I don't want to. Yeah shit on someone's But you're always eating barbecue and everything. Like, yeah, I, I think if you're going to sit here and tell somebody this is the best version, I, I would trust you. Yeah. Well, because I am, I, I try not to contradict what you just said, but I, I try not to be too vocal, but I am very harsh when things do suck, you know, in, in the privacy of my own home. But bless her heart, Katie has just been preached at for years about just simple, basic shit. I just... I just I have such a short fuse for like common sense shit, and it's like okay, you're mm. in the you're in a you're in the pizza making business, right? I didn't just kick in your door and wake you up out of a slumber and demand that you make me a pizza, right? Okay, but this is how much <laughs> cheese you put on a fucking pizza that you sold to me. So you know, I, I don't have a lot of patience for that kind of bullshit. So you know, on the other end of the other side of the coin, like when somebody just fucking nails it. You know, I get excited about that. It's like, bravo. Mm. Moves when, crap. When people do great work. I get, in tr- I, my thing is if I go to a place and I know I've had the best version of something, it's hard for me to break away from that to get something else on the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was hard for me to even get a burger at a barbecue joint. You know, literally, like I said before, top five brisket I've ever had in my life. So it's like, oh, I'm going to go to this place and not get the brisket. Well, truth be told, I'm becoming quite a regular there. So it's like, you know. All right, I'll be here again soon, so I can I can take a gamble. Yeah, you're moving back up to the hood hits. too. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, thank God I'm not too close to that. I, if I moved to the the actual neighborhood that Moosecraft was in, I'd be dead in a year. But uh, so I got to exercise a little patience and, and uh, discipline here. But uh, I am going to be a lot closer to it than I am now. But yeah, anybody in LA. The the smoke burger is only it's a special Friday Saturday Sunday, uh, it's not on the regular menu, so you gotta hit it on the. And if you go any other day of the week, oh boo hoo! Now you just get the world's greatest brisket. Uh, Thursday they have Korean uh, pork belly burn ins. Oh, right. I'm starting to. That's when you know you have a problem when you know restaurants special schedule. I used to do that a lot. Yeah, I get, like you get your rota- you get your rotations mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So I'm still getting memorized. I'm still menu. trying to find this fucking board game, and I'm, I apologize for not giving you my full attention. 
But next time you come to L.A., buddy, I, you know, I don't want to be a bad influence on you, but I know that, you know, no, you, you break edge every now and then. I think I think you should build up some credit and maybe uh, consider breaking edge for this burger. Yeah, I probably where was so this weekend we're like, you know, on the outskirts in the shopping mall district of a city. And as we're leaving Friday night after the show to go to a bar, there's just this building on a hill. And the sign that was lit up on the building just said meatball. <laughs> I saw that pic. <laughs> yeah. And that was from the that was from the entrance, like from the actual roadway. It was like a building on a hill, a monolith, and then the lit up sign at the top, not even plural, just meatball. meatball. Like just like Christ. Like just like, oh, <laughs> I think I'm supposed to have this. <laughs> like I think I need this in my life. Hey, we went there and they had a vegetarian uh-huh. option and it was fine. Okay. But it was an only it was just a meatball restaurant. Really? And it was kind of silly that to go and still expect the vegetarian places that have vegetarian options. I thought there's a place here I had a meatball sub but they made it with the impossible meat and I'll still go to the uh-huh. mat for that stuff. Really? Okay. As a vegetarian who still loves meat, that stuff tricks uh-huh. me well and I dig it. Um this place it was some like, oh, it's it's always some like hand squozen bean sphere. Like, ugh. Any anytime, anytime, like, oh, you got a veggie burger. It's a handmade, gross. No, I'm trying to write a joke about like just because I want a veggie burger doesn't mean I'm fucking the biggest pussy in the world. Like, yeah, you. I still want it to taste like a burger. That's why I'm okay with the word burger being in the thing I'm ordering. Don't tell me it's like, oh, we, we, you know, we got a lamb to stand on a plywood board that had lentils underneath it. So it's a lamb pressed lentil burger <laughs> with a, with a, with a, with a, with a hint of sprouts and the memory of iceberg lettuce. On a reclaimed bun. Like, get the fuck out of here. I still want all the stuff. I still want all the stuff that's on a regular oh burger. Like, they oh make it God. the most fucking lily-assed version of a burger. It's like, no, I still want Anytime it's like, like breadcrumbs and black beans. Like, I'll just go outside and lick the floor mats from my car. That stuff sucks every time. I was about to ask you about a black bean burger. Because where I used to work they at the Albert, suck. we had a we had a good one. I would eat it every now and then. I wasn't even, you know, veg. No, it was decent. As a vegetarian, it bums yeah. me out. Cause really? it, it just it just gets crumbly and mushy. And at that point, I I wish I when I'm eating it, I'm like, oh, I should have just gotten a grilled cheese. Like when I I think Brandy Posey told me that you can go get grilled cheeses at In N Out Burger. Mm-hmm. And they're great. Yeah. All they do is take the patty out. You still got onions and tomatoes yes. and grilled cheese and they toast the bun. I'm like, that's what I want then. Style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the with the sauce. I don't want this mimicry, like this horrible Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm. version, you know, like like the like like the rank ass, like fake Jack Sparrow that you see out in front of Grauman's Chinese version of a burger. <laughs> it's like Jack Sparrow, oh. like no, that's just a heroin addict with a tri-cornered hat and a like a garden hoe he's using as a hook, which Jack Sparrow did not have a hook and. 
Like, I'm Jack Sparrow. You suck. Get out of here. I used to have to slalom through those idiots every day when I was trying to go take a dump at LA Fitness. Just all over Hollywood Boulevard. Just I'm just bobbing and weaving through Superman and Jack Sparrow and Spider Man. The Incredible Hulk, but that just has so much duct tape on his Hulk outfit he just turns into Iron Man. And the funny part is when you see those guys three or four blocks away from Hollywood Boulevard, like walking to the gig. It's like, oh, uh, boy, yeah, there's, there's a, there, there is, uh, there is something to like, you got to get paid and good for you for trying to have a hustle and it's its own culture. But yeah, I, I just, it, 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 the effort, putting the effort to like, you see street performers and buskers that like, wow, you're good. And I hope you are making money. I hope people are stopping yeah. to listen to you play your viola beautifully on the streets or mm-hmm. how you're. You know, doing some crazy breakdancing thing down in uh, Street in drumming. I love street drummers. Street drumming. Yeah, but sometimes you're like, oh, you never knew how to drum in the first place. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I'm just impoverished, so I had to have a bucket and sticks. Like, you're just, ba- you're just making noise. You're just, a, you're just a hungry toddler. Yeah. <laughs> banging on a piece of plastic until you get a piece of candy. But, the yeah, the superheroes are just... The yeah, just whatever ex-con wrapped in a <laughs> wrapped in a Prince Charming <laughs> Halloween costume. Oh, Those guys would always fight. There's a documentary out about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw it. I, uh, it was mostly about yeah. the guy who played Superman. Yeah, and he died recently. I think didn't he, he did. There, there was I mean, as much as I'm making fun of it now. It is a pretty wild. Like that guy, really legit. He looked good. Yeah, he looked. He like, looked uh, like him. Like uh, who's the guy? Um, Reeves. Christopher, the guy he looked like Christopher hurt. Reeves. Christopher and Reeves. Yeah. He uh, he uh, like also thought like he tried to live his life in accordance to Superman and. But was oh mentally like was telling people he was related to the original Superman and, and all this stuff. Like he was not well, and the Incredible Hulk guy was just kind of sad. I think he was just kind of that was poor and had an Incredible Hulk costume all taped together. And then the other guy who would play Batman would always fight people. Now I'm sure well, this the guy, the guy done, had anger issues who was playing Batman. I'd like to see. Uh... If I were a bodybuilder, that would be a good little side hustle. Go, go play, go play Incredible Hulk without a. I don't need a, the costume. Just jacked and just paint me green. Yeah, I, I think that's the. If you have the focus to become a bodybuilder, I don't know if you yeah. piss your money away <laughs> trying to make eighteen dollars a night. Uh, yeah, th- yeah. None of those superheroes down there. They all have uh, pot bellies. Yeah, no, they're not in shape. Man, speaking of Hollywood Boulevard, uh, I saw this. I I just, I signed up, I had to change my next door app location because I'm moving next week. And uh, noticed this morning... That in your old hood, uh, P-22 Mountain Lion caught on someone's uh, doorbell cam. Really? Right there in Beechwood Canyon. I thought thought the Mountain Lion was out. I thought... 
Well, they said it was P-22. I don't know that it was P-22, but it was a mountain lion. But, yeah, there was a mountain lion yesterday in Beachwood Canyon. Oh, that's nice. I thought, I, thought they, I thought it died. Well, like I said, I mean, the, the, the whoever posted said, hey, P-22. But I, I don't know if P-22 died or not, but this, this might have been P-23, P-24. But this is a mountain lion, clear as day right there. Beachwood Canyon heading down to UCB, I think, to take in a show. Yeah, you know, that became the place to get acting classes turned into a big credit. Mm-hmm. Mountain lion, what mountain lion? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm just a, I'm a server at Fred 62. I don't know what you're talking about. Also, in sad news, uh, yesterday, I think it was might have been Saturday, uh, right down the road from where I'm at, uh, Huntington Beach police helicopter crashed into the, uh, into the ocean. I saw that. I saw the injuries, though. What, there there no, was deaths? There, yeah, there was two two dudes or two officers in the. Uh, well, I don't know if they were both officers. There was two people in the uh, helicopter, and mm. one of them died, and he was a police officer. But uh, yeah, and they. Uh, it was ironic because I was just watching a video, literally like an hour before, about weird uh, tragedies caught on film, and they were talking about like Ed Dwyer or Bud Dwyer, uh, and a few other. Uh, people I wasn't quite aware of. Um, some comedian in England died of a heart attack in the middle of his act and it was on camera. Anyway, just got through watching that. Like an hour later, I, I see this news story pop up, and then you, you can see them pulling the dude out and just, you can, uh, wasn't a lot of movement in his body when they Bad were pulling scene. him out. Just right there, yeah, right there on live news camera. Well, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, I just got a bunch of random, <laughs> random uh, anecdotes this week. Well, um, I, mean, I mean, speaking of speaking of tragedies, I tried mm-hmm. those fake chicken nuggets at KFC. Oh, how, 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 what do you? Got? I'll be honest. That was my that was my bad segue for the episode. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Honestly, f- f- wickedly overpriced. Oh, imagine that they're like a dollar and change a nugget, but they are exactly what you think they're going to be if you got the frozen ones. Frozen fake nuggets. And but I'll say this as a vegetarian who still likes trash food, and if I'm driving around and I'm, I don't want to go to a store and buy a thing, heat an oven, do all this shit, I'd buy them again. Yeah. Yeah. Cause guess what? Chicken nuggets, Mc, McNuggets, Ugh. McNuggets, which also a terrible thing to call a leprechaun. That's what, if what, it comes from where I make think it does, I don't want to make uh, eat it. What do you call? Yeah, what do you call leprechaun testicles? McNuggets. That's racist. Um, no recovering from that one, Dave. Speaking of getting That's canceled, going to record a new album in May. So, God, if you guys could can't save, please cancel me when that comes out. I would love the fucking press. Yeah. So let yeah, let's go root back to this episode. When the new album comes out later this year, remember this. Funny. Remember the remember the episode from today, where the Kyle leprechaun called Leprechaun Testicles McNuggets. Oh man, dude! Uh, saw two movies this weekend. Um, old movies. One I had never seen. One I hadn't seen in thirty years. Both were amazing. I forgot. I haven't seen Throw Mama from the Train since I was like ten years old. 
And that's a funny, dark movie. Have you seen that recently? uh, Not recently, but I remember as a kid it being one of those movies that the family went and saw, and the family enjoyed Uh it. Yeah. Now, Billy Crystal, I could take him and leave him. Like, he's he's a little annoying for my blood. Uh, But Danny DeVito, so funny and weird in this movie. Just so funny and weird. And... um, the weird old lady, the unfortunate-looking lady from the Goonies, bless her soul. Uh-huh. Uh, she's the mama, who the titular character. Um, but yeah, real. I, you know, I don't, don't want to spoil any jokes or anything, but just really funny, really good. And then I, a Kudos movie to I had never saying seen. Titular with confidence and not stuff. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always I've been aware of this movie. I always see like the thumbnail on Netflix or whatever, but I just assumed it was one of those. You know, teeny bopper movies. It wasn't for me, but uh, I guess it came out in '99 or maybe 2000. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Have you seen Drop Dead Gorgeous with? Um, I always forget her name. Richards, Denise Richards, from uh, not, what was I the movie she was in one. with Nev Campbell? Dude, fantastic little comedy. Really, like really well done. Um, I don't know who directed it or wrote it, but uh, like pretty much. All female cast and just a murderer's row of, of female acting talent. A- Allison Janney is in it, who I love. God, she's I love her and everything. We tried watching this the other day. It's I enjoyed it. Now you know I'm not saying it's the funniest movie ever. Maybe I was in the right frame of mind, but it it, it kind of follows that uh, mockumentary style, no, Christopher Guest style. That's where I was like, this is trying to be a Christopher Guest movie, but just didn't get. Yeah. It did, when and I, I was that. watching it, it just didn't get to that level for me, and I was doing that thing where I was comparing it to that yeah. caliber of movie. I get that. It's easy to compare those type of movies to anything he's done because he's the mm. best at that. There's another movie that I I felt the same way about first time I saw it, a movie called The Grand. It's got David Cross, Chris was Parnell. Oh, like a poker um, movie. Yes, that one's really funny. But that was my initial complaint. Like, well, he's trying to be Christopher Guest, and it's just not. And yes, I, I get that same critique on Drop Dead Gorgeous. But like, give it another shot. Like, okay. it's really, it's really dark and really funny. And uh, yeah, just uh, one of those that I just wasn't expecting to enjoy as much as I did. But we're just trying to find something real quick in case. Like, you ever seen this? I'm like, no. You know, it's like, eh. And I like, even then, I was like, oh, sure, let's watch something you'd like. And I know that that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. me judging a book by its cover. You know, I don't want to watch a, a bunch of girls no, even, try to be funny. It, though, but, it's okay. uh, but boy, they, they crushed it. Uh, who's the, uh, always, Kirsten Dunst is in it. Uh, she's great. Uh, several actresses I hadn't, I wasn't familiar with that were hilarious. But um, <laughs> there's, it, some parts don't age well. Uh, Will Sasso is in it, and you know, while I'll admit that his character was very funny, if you know what I'm talking about, it's it's a little, you know, didn't, didn't age well. But uh, yeah, what, what good is he, movie. Like a pervert or something? No, he's uh, he's mentally challenged fella. But, oh yeah, you can't really real, do that much. Yeah, he's real. <laughs> he was real funny at it, but uh, yeah, man, it was uh, really enjoy. I love like. Just finding an old movie that, like, maybe I've known about or was aware of, but just had no interest in, and then like, oh boy, was I wrong about that? But uh, put Drop Dead Gorgeous in that category because I really enjoyed it. So some... we we went to the theater to see uh, Jackass last night. Oh yeah, how was it? 
Uh, they still get me. It was yeah. not, okay. you know, everybody's old. And like Rachel said, I'm like, yeah, just, I'm like, it didn't quite hit. She's like, oh, is it because they're old and we're old and now you know that they're just getting hurt? I'm like, well, yeah, that's it. There's like, they, there, you could tell they're trying to like introduce new, new members into the oh, yeah. group. And the new members, like, it really did seem like they won some sort of like fan, like, <laughs> uh, like a contest for fans oh, to really? join the movie. They weren't really, yeah, there's just not the pizzazz there. Mm-hmm. But there was still plenty of uh, plenty of gags that just made me laugh real hard, and I was gl- Chris I'm glad, I'm glad uh, they made it. Best one of the first group. first celebrity I saw the the first day I was in Los Angeles. I was walking into Seven <laughs> Eleven. I was like, "Oh, there's Chris Pontius." Oh, really? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "I'm in L.A. now, baby." Which which Seven Eleven were you going to? Uh, sunset at uh, Highland, sunset at La Brea, somewhere right around there. Try to figure out what neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, he was just real funny in it. There was, there was, yeah. They didn't all hit, but the ones that hit, oh man, mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah, still worth it. I got to go back and watch some of those. I, I have a, I can appreciate what they're trying to do there. A lot of, a lot of penis just torturing. Silly. Oh really? Yeah, a lot of genital torturing. Hmm. That's upsetting. Um, not really. Me talking about upsetting. It's your whole thing. <laughs> no, I torture my scrotum, Kyle, not my penis. They do that too. Okay. God damn that was that was the one that I laughed the funniest at. Oh yeah? Yeah, I don't think I want to spoil too much. But their use of dioramas <laughs> in which to ins- uh, uh, put a penis into <laughs> I always love it's so dumb but I loved the uh was it Preston the the heavy fella yeah when he would uh he would just randomly be chasing wee man through a crowded city street just a obese fella chasing a little oh, fella oh just all dressed the same just yeah just yeah. harmless harmless stuff <laughs> no context just there they go and then that one, I forgot if this was on the show or one of the movies, but uh, when Johnny Knoxville has the uh, the baby carrier on top of the car and he drives off, everybody's freaking out. Like, just, ha ha, yo, you guys care about a baby. Gotcha. The easiest gag. <laughs> Love it. Good stuff. Right well, on, man. Did you get some popcorn? Get some popcorn? No, I got two bags. I, I, I ate some gummies before I went, and then I had two oh, bags okay. of candy. I dropped my I dropped my Sour Patch watermelons in the crack of the seat because mm. they had those loungers, so I had my feet up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be careful uh, for the pockets on those things. Yes, I, I lost a few uh, uh, Sour Patch watermelons. I didn't fuck with so I just went pure candy. I got gummy, gummy Skittles. It's basically a gummy candy. I don't, I, don't, I don't see how they fit into the Skittles world as much as it was just a new kind of candy to have. Okay. So that's what I had. That sounds good. That sounds good. They're fine. They're gummy candies. I don't know. I mean, the Skittles name got me to look at them. Mm-hmm. So it worked. I like a Skittle. Yeah, I never mind a Skittle. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Well, good times, I, buddy. Yeah, you want to go? I got to go uh, wash. Uh, I got to clean the house here. We're on a little family dinner tonight. Oh, yeah? Rachel's making her shawarma chicken. Obviously not traditional shawarma where it's cut off of the uh, the spindle, but 
She made it over. I broke edge over the summer for some of it. God damn, it's good. I'm not having the Sounds chicken. She, she put some portobello mushrooms in the marinade for me. Okay. So uh, we're doing that. We finally got the litter box out of the fireplace. Uh, little, yeah, little D's not too happy about it. Yeah. But it's like, well, we taught you the shit in the box after 16 years of digging in the yard. You can mm-hmm. move four feet over to where the box is now. No got an actual, We got an actual fire in there. How about that? Nice. Good yeah, it's a whole thing. Love a fire. Yeah, whole thing. Sometimes so, too much. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to put my balls in it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we're going to take next week off. I'm moving next week. Yeah. So I can't, I can't be burdened with the uh, time-consuming chore of coming up with ridiculous nonsense. No, no, moving, moving, moving sucks, man. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're hiring movers. That's, this is my first time I've ever hired movers. But uh, we're just like, fuck it. Let's do that. So just going to be standing around pointing at things. Put that over you, there. You, you were right tire movers. Yeah. Yes. Preserving, I've never done that. Preserving your mental well-being should not be looked at as a luxury expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm only doing that because uh, we're moving on second uh, second floor. So I'm not... Uh, yeah. Yeah, know, dude. I'm not as... Young and spry as I used to be, I can't just be carrying couches up second story floors all all day. So no, fuck that, man. But yeah, man. Next time you talk to me, I'll be a uh, resident of uh, West Hollywood, California. So I'm leaving Long Beach behind. It's been fun, but it's time to move forward. You did your show down there already? Yes, that was Thursday. It was great. A lot of fun. Uh, met a few boogers out there. So thanks for everybody who came out at the uh, Bamboo Club. Shout out to my. Buddy Christian putting on the show, uh, great show. Uh, I had to follow a speechless magician. So, I mean, I don't think he's like, you know, mute. I'm just meaning uh, he, he did not speak during his act. That's it was all just uh, maybe, maybe that's more of what it was. But no, he wasn't a traditional mime. He, at least he didn't have the outfit. But uh, he was doing all kind of fun stuff. And his closer, um, he kind of stole my closer. He, he shot confetti out of his ass or something. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. <laughs> oh, man, you got, you got your bidet plugged into the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to him and get some pointers. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a good show. But, uh, yeah, moving on up the road, buddy. All right. Well, well, I'll, I'll be down there soon enough. Hell, yeah. Go see, see this new spot. Mm-hmm. Go hang out at the, at the comedy store patio bar one of these nights. Hell, yeah. Uh, you got any shows this the, weekend? The poos, we could be the poosum twosome. <laughs> yeah, this weekend. Oh, boy. Back out there, Midwest. Des Moines Funny Bone. My routing is something special. Uh-huh. Cincinnati to Omaha <laughs> to Des Moines with stops and Oregon in between each one. Uh, Des Moines, Des Moines Funny Bone. Friday, Saturday, and then the da- the Renwick Mansion, Sunday night. The haunted oh, Renwick okay. Mansion. Uh, and what? shout out uh, to uh, our, our Reddit uh, moderator. Oh, God damn, I don't know her name, but her handle is, let me get, I want to get it correct, so let me find it real quick. Pardon me, pardon my uh, voice right now. Tina Belcher for president. That's right. Tina Belcher for prez. Uh, Hell yeah. That's her area. So I'm, I, I realized I just offered to get her tickets for moderating the Reddit, but she bought tickets already. Um, 
But yeah, so I'm going to be out there uh, at the haunted Renwick Mansion in Davenport, Iowa, Sunday night for two shows. Awesome, buddy. Yeah, dude. That sounds fun. What about you? Just waiting to get settled into Los Angeles and you're just going to be out there? Yeah, um, I'm going to get out there and just uh, pound like the par- pavement, hit the streets. So it's going to be you like Paris Hilton, just in all those nightclubs mm-hmm. in West Hollywood. Be a socialite. Yeah, just Dave Stone. That's hot. <laughs> but it's you, in, it's you in a kitchen commenting the temperature on what they're preparing the ribs at. It's hot. I'd turn it down. That's hot. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's. Uh, I've already seen my fair share of goobers up there, so uh, I'm going to have to make some adjustments and try to blend Go- into the uh, neighborhood. Goobers. So many goobers up there. Uh, still like it when you say it because it's authentic when you have these goobers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right, buddy. Good catching up. You betcha. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm taking off. We'll take off next week, and uh, I'll holler at you in a couple weeks, buddy. You be safe out there and have fun. Good, yeah. Good luck moving. And uh, excited to talk to you from the new location, the new Southern California headquarters of the Boogie Monster. Hell yeah, buddy! All right, man. We'll see you then. Peace. The Boogie Monster. Network.